0: Demons Discuss Take 80, the one with the wishes you won't find on Amazon.
1: Welcome to Demons Discuss, the unofficial podcast about the All Souls universe and the topics that orbit it. We're your hosts, Angela, Jean, and Valerie. I'm Valerie, and with me is Angela, Jean, and Shelly! Angela, what are we talking about
2: today? <laughs> we are talking about a Discovery of Witches season three, our wish list, and as the name indicates, things that you cannot find on Amazon. Oh, that's tough. I think we're a tough crowd. We, yes and no. We're a tough crowd because... We have a wish list, but then once we see what we didn't
0: ask for and we didn't know we wanted, that's then we're nice. satisfied. I yeah. think that's, well, and, and we certainly have a track record of demonstrating that. You know, I think about our initial thoughts of what time convert was going to be and then what we got and it was ended up being what we didn't realize we wanted. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yep. It's that Apple philosophy, I think. It's like we're going to tell them what they want. Yes. Something like that. All right. So let's get this Patreon business out of the way and I'm totally unprepared for it. So I'm just going to shoot off my mouth about <laughs> Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> Our podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. And they're so good about sending us money so we can pay for things like producing this podcast and all that that entails. So, Gene, tell us more about Patreon. Oh, Patreon is a
3: lovely program that allows us to give folks who want to donate extra. Basically, you can sign up for a special subscription starting at $2 a month. Which will get you our after show on the off weeks. And you go up to higher and higher tiers. There's swag involved, including everything from the prior tiers as well. So it's everything from tote bags and stickers, and sometimes there's badges. And Val's already always looking for fun and different swag to include for our Patreons who sign up. Uh, It keeps us going. It pays for everything from our website subscriptions to all of our equipment to the swag that we give you. In fact, if we want. To get all the way down to it. And without Patreon, we probably wouldn't be on the air today because it is quite an undertaking. And aside from the time it takes away from our families, we've got a lot of equipment and programs we need to use. And sometimes we need to replace them because they don't want to work right, cast. <laughs>
1: but that said, thanks to all of our patrons and check out Patreon. We happen to have a patron with us today. Maybe she can talk about the benefits okay. Oh, yes, of Patreon.
0: Absolutely. I mean, one of the best benefits is going to be the outtakes you're going to get from this particular recording. Um- <laughs> 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 but no, Patreon and and supporting these lovely ladies is is a great way to you know give back to a wonderful group who has supported this fandom and the series from the get go. Um, and it is uh, the swag is, is awesome, but it's more extra time with those beloved friends that we get in the off weeks. Yay.
2: Yay. Yay! Val, I just when Jean was describing what we have to pay for and the cost of this, I pictured you with a stack of bills, a visor on, that little arm.
1: Band.
2: <laughs> your little adding machine. Oh, yes.
1: Okay. So, web space isn't free, guys. We have to pay for that. Also, we have to upload these files when we're done recording this podcast somewhere. And that's not free either. And then there's all my noisemakers and sound effects, and I'm not getting rid of those. Sorry. But no. those cost money because I have to pay for licenses and images that we use to add. Advertise the episodes and we're throwing in the labor free. So that's cool. (laughs) So if you guys are interested, go to patreon.com, plant demons, discuss. And that ends that. Oh, there's demon (laughs) (laughs) roulette. But wait, there's
3: more. Demon roulette. There's more.
1: Tell us about Demon Roulet, Jean. Every one of our patrons,
3: regardless of the level, is signed up every quarter for what we call Demon Roulet, and prizes for that are always decided at the last minute.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Overdue and at the last minute. <laughs> but, but they're, they're
1: good. <laughs> but they're always awesome. So there you yeah. go. Okay, anything else, anybody? Anything else
2: last minute? Going once, going twice. Come on, guys. <laughs> Let's get this, this car end started. Of our self-deprecation segment.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Considering this is the penultimate episode of the year. Of 2020, uh, no less. Uh, you know, 2020 is going all. just the way it's supposed to go. So we're going to dive right into this. And I want to mention our random patron sponsor this time. Who sponsored? the whole episode so thank you sarah mccatherine thank okay. you sarah. all right here's how we're gonna start this i'm gonna go around the table and ask a bunch of questions the first question things we like and hope continues from season one and more okay so when i say things i mean just arbitrary abstract things that you liked watching season one we haven't seen season two yet that you hope continues throughout the series Shelley, i'm starting with you
0: oh good um, I what I really liked about season one was an expanded worldview. We got to see mm-hmm. m- many more of the pieces moving around the chessboard than what we got in the books, which is the very limited perspective of Diana and her chess pieces.
1: You have a specific example?
0: Um, well, we got to see so much more of Domenico and Gerbert and Juliet and the congregation, and so I hope that we will see similar things in season three. We will see what... The big bad is off doing. We will see some of the the moving pieces of the linen and coven because we know they're going to get involved, you know, in what they're doing and how they are ending up in the the support roles that they hold in the book of life.
1: I like it. You probably took one of
2: mine, but
0: that's cool. <laughs> I, I think That's major. Really yeah. go, yeah. I got to go first because I was assumed somebody was going to say that. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's major. <gasps> Angela, go ahead. Being a non-musical person, that's one of my wishes is the music, not just the score of Rob Lane that actually tied uh, the whole series together, the first season together with his score. But also it seems like they took inspiration from Deb's Spotify playlist. You know, for instance, yeah. they had a Fleetwood Mac cover in one of the episodes. Yeah. They had Demons in the episodes. Both of those, actually, the Fleetwood Mac cover isn't from her Spotify playlist, but the artist is. So that's not an artist that is completely unfamiliar to Deb. Deb. Yeah. So I hope they continue on with that. I hope that it, there's continuity, not only in season two, I don't know how much there will be with it being, you know, at Tudor England, but I hope it continues in season three.
3: I hope with they do, what they did with Marie Antoinette, the movie for season two, and they do have some contemporary music as part of the overall soundscape of season two. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah I agree. As far as like a score, um, I mean, maybe they'll continue with the common theme of the score, mm-hmm. maybe with different instrumentation, something like that, mm-hmm. which would be cool
2: yeah i'm I'm curious to see though how season three will play out with the overload of the uh fleetwood mac that the bishop house plays oh
1: good lord oh god <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if Fleetwood mac might be interested again they yeah. might raise their prices though considering oh goodness yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe
3: we can get stevie next to guest star like they
0: did on american horror story
1: <laughs> yeah i imagine Not... her fees have gone up <laughs> This is true.
0: I was just going to say, since you mentioned Stevie Nicks, she responded to that, you know, viral video of the guy drinking his whatever he was drinking and like skateboarding down the road listening to Fleetwood Mac. You know, someone got her. With her roller
3: skates, yes. right? Someone
0: got a copy of that to her and she responded and it was posted on Twitter because I don't think she has a Twitter presence, but she was just ecstatic to see that video. So maybe she would be ecstatic to join All Souls.
1: Maybe. So, Gene, you. Um, it's kind of a
3: corollary of Shelley's. I, I am excited to see more of the family. I was love that we got to see the family dynamics play out a little bit more with Matthew and Baldwin and people finally seeing all the bullshit that Baldwin's dealing with. And I just hope that they continue through seasons two and three to show that the family dynamics are kind of screwed up and that Matthew is not like perfect Matthew.
1: Mm-hmm. So, oh, Let me see here. Things I like and and hope they continue. I really hope they continue with more backstories of demons and I hope they get more thorough than they have been. Even though the books kind of skirted over them with Agatha being involved and now Timothy, will he have a bigger role mm-hmm. besides just the boot? That's true to the books as well but I'm sorry. I, I just I know demons have a role in this series but I really wish I knew more about them because it's confusing. I feel for the tv viewer Mm -hmm. as far as what they do what they can do what is their power everybody knows what witches do Mm -hmm. everybody knows what vampires do but they didn't really touch on demons at all
3: and i hope that they really decide to exploit the talent that they have with with agatha and really let tanya go to town because she's fabulous
1: so that's it i i would like more demons i like what we got Which was a lot more than in the books. They were just kind of like these floaty figures that Mm -hmm. showed in and out. With the exception of Hamish being more grounded. But when we heard about Agatha and her daughter-in-law, they were just kind of like, "Eh." you know, it's like, what do demons do besides act crazy? Yeah,
2: maybe they can be also a wish list for a discovery witches social media. I mean, they had it seemed like almost unconscious bias too on not promoting demons. (laughs) That's right. We called it out, didn't we? Yes, <laughs> oh, we, yes did. we Ta-
1: did. Tanya called it out first, and I love that. I, yeah. I loved it. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes where she called it out, and we declared International Demon Day. Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> well, now, now let's remember what day that was. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> so we can, can celebrate it again.
1: <laughs>
2: Thankfully, uh,
1: you know, we do have Twitter, so that's kind of our record of sorts, as sad Gosh. and sorry as that
3: is. Well, right? yeah,
0: but would International Demon day be on the same day every year good point
3: yeah this is
1: true we can make it whatever day we want (laughs) today is demon day yes (laughs) so the next question we're going to go around the table with this things we didn't like in season one so stop it shelly give me a minute go to somebody else first Okay, Angela.
2: <laughs> um, kind of plays on what Gene said about seeing Baldwin, uh, us seeing what Baldwin's going through. Mine is like kind of the flip side of that is stop making Matthew the constant hero. In the books, there were things that Mark did or that Baldwin did that they transferred to Matthew to make him more of a hero. He's already a hero. He's already, you know, we're already gaga over him. You don't need to do more. <laughs> Okay, give Very a specific
1: good. example as far as like the difference as far as the book and the TV show. I know where you are going with this one, Angela.
3: Yes, I agree with you the totally. The rescue of
2: Diana Baldwin came in. They had a scuffle. Um, Baldwin didn't get to show his strategic abilities, the tactician of the family. They didn't do the flower map. I do not That's think you have to go that far. But all of a sudden, Matthew was like, "Bam, bam, bam!" Oh, I think she's here. Let's go! And then they jetted off in the in the helicopter. You know, he figured everything out instead of everyone else around him making him stop. And Think, which is major in the books.
3: Exactly, it's like it it just took that whole think and stay alive, stop and think, don't be so rash. And one of his, I mean, it basically took away one of his real flaws, which is that he he reacts. He doesn't. He's not a forward thinker, which is becomes a problem throughout the book. And like. Angela said they were so busy polishing up and making him the shiny hero that they kind of divested him of one of the character flaws that make him more attractive to me and more human.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I'll say in the book of life, one of my gripes was that the Declaremont men were emasculated and Matthew in particular. Now, I don't think they're going to do that. I think, but I want there to be a balance. I want Matthew to not be perfect and always coming up with the bright ideas. I want, and I, and I don't want him to be emasculated either with Diana's power. Let's find a happy medium.
0: Okay. Now I'm ready to actually, it's a direct follow on to what Angela just said. <laughs> okay, go. I don't want them to continue to take away the science. They took away a lot of the scientific discussions in the first book we didn't really get into the research and what Miriam is coming and taking the extra samples in the house and all those kinds of things. And I am really afraid that they're going to just use magic to solve all the problems. And I think that's a big disservice, not only to the books, but fundamentally right now, I would find that as a disservice to society because damn it, we need to appreciate an, a science more.
1: So besides having them looking into microscopes, yeah. studying all the science, right? Very not explaining what they're doing, they're not. Right. Okay. So do you think that the larger audience cares?
0: I think that there is often a concern that... the larger audience won't follow. So we just right. won't do it. Um, you know, if we think of how TV shows have, ha- I mean, even quote unquote science TV shows like CSI mm-hmm. and all that stuff, how they, it's always about the flashy lights and it's always about the the very sterile lab environment. And that's what the average viewer has come to expect. But I think we're doing people a disservice in assuming that they can't be given an explanation that they could follow.
1: I like it. Yeah. Like reference the flashy lights. I say the same thing about the computers. They always have these flashy computer screens doing like the zoom in on. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, it's it's not even like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was just gonna say, and
3: it's as far as a disservice. I mean, it carries over into real life because you you get juries who think that the, you get the computers that you can zoom in on, and you you can the science gets solved in an hour, and here's the DNA, and you know it's just. They have these expectations only because a lot of these TV shows assume that they're stupid. I just yeah. don't like the, the assumptions that the audience isn't smart enough to figure it out. It's kind of like the whole, oh, well, look, Isabel is old. Because one of the reasons was given that they would have a problem understanding why the t- vampire's mother looks as young yeah. as he does. And it's like,
1: uh, Darla and Angel? Come on, people. Yeah. Pam and Eric. Hello. There you Great. go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. But yeah, the flashy screens, everything. Just oh, this is sciency. Let's put this flashy thing on there. It's like ooh, or like we're gonna search down this suspect and bring in the computer screen with with a scrolling cryon on the bottom, and and then you have like the flashy picture and the enhance. And I'm like, dude, it's not even like that. It's like you click a button and
2: it just kind yeah, of yeah. They fades make everything in. look like Minority Report. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The number of TV shows that have, like, the Star Wars-esque see-through huge touchscreen panel that you can spin the three-dimensional rendering of a person that you got off of a CCTV camera. You, no. Yeah, I was like, have you,
3: have you people seen
0: Municipal
1: Budgets? Come on now. Yeah. I mean, people are going to walk into, like, police departments and labs and be like, this is disappointing. Exactly. <laughs> You guys ain't shit. Okay, so Jean, how about you? Okay, part one is just
3: kind of silly. Uh, I hope that they hire do better tailoring for Matthew Good in season three because season one was horrifying. His historical (laughs) costumes so far look great. They did. Sarah did a fabulous job on that. I just hope that when they time walk back to the 21st century, he doesn't look like he slept in his clothes. Right. Uh, But on a more serious note, I was kind of frustrated with the fact that Diana's head in the sand. They they kind of like they've made her heroic out of the off the get go. Like she and that really explored her character weaknesses at all. You don't have time for that insularity, though. <laughs> I know, but and, but you know, it's you've got the pretty blonde girl hero. Hello, it's, right, it's right. Kind of trite. I got it.
1: Well, back to my initial misgivings. To of course, Satu's are brunette. Yes, you know, it's like oh dark and light okay of course Satu's the bad one of course Mm. because she's they made her brunette and in the books she was a bright-ass Scandinavian blonde you know Mm -hmm. and it's like really did we need to do that but okay whatever that's fine, Gene. <laughs> what was your other point?
3: Oh, my my other point what, it had to do with the tailoring and uh, just I just hope it doesn't turn into just the Diana show. Look, she's oh she's the savior of the world. I hope that there's more of an emphasis on community and the need that, yeah. and the need to to bring the three types of creatures together and they need to work together and it just show more of everybody working together and just not make her like the perfect blind heroine yeah right
0: and i think that's my fear with them taking the science out of it that like diana was mm-hmm. all of her magic after she gets the book is just gonna solve it all
3: oh and and i've got one more that i i fear it, it not so much something i hated in season one but i just fear they're gonna change and expand gallow role in season three just to pander mm. to the fan base mm, okay
2: Shelly.
0: Turning <laughs> to you, fan, Shelly. Uh, yes, yeah, so I was going to say
3: a counterpoint from the fan base. Uh,
0: I, uh, okay. Um, so, I mean, I think we all know my opinion of Galaglass, the book character, as being a very lovely tree that I would like to climb. But I have always asserted I would not sit and have a conversation with the man. Um, and I haven't seen anything that makes me want to change my opinion of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah okay <laughs> there you go so Gene, to, to tag on to one of yours and uh-huh. only because I edit the episode so I kind of have a timeline we talked about Angela brought up the fact that she was liking how Matthew was looking the more you know yes pricey vampire now and, and what he what they did with his hair and everything like that mm-hmm. from uh from what we've seen of season three correct
2: Angela yes we had it okay. from uh, uh, yeah, uh, still behind the scenes from what we think is his like Mayfair home. So and you like that? Oh yes, yeah. He's dressed all in black. He looks expensive. His hair looks suitably coiffed.
3: Yes, his cuffs on his pants weren't screwed up from what we could see because there was <laughs> his also shoes that
2: were not curling. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, because there was that,
0: yeah.
2: that across the
3: street kind of paparazzi shot, too. So you got the full body shot yes. and he did not look like his clothes were slept
1: in, which is good. No, And he didn't have the Bob's big boy flip up with no, the right. iron. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, this, that's one of my points. My other point is in the books, I loved Mart so much and she was so diminished as a character. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm kind of sad that they didn't take the time to explore her character anymore because if I'm just watching her on screen, she just seems like a British nanny. Yes. yeah, You know, mm-hmm. uh, and I felt she was so much more than that and even in book one, we got to see that. So I'm really sad that they didn't do that. Now she doesn't show up as much in Book of Life as she does in mm-hmm. A Discovery of Witches. So I hope they don't do that to other vital characters in season three. Oh. I do understand they have a Chris and I hope they do a better job with Chris than so you know, how, I, <laughs> how I perceived him in the book. Now, Shelley, you say scientists do act like Chris. Yes. You've, Chris you've run into
0: a, an absolutely accurate rendering of scientists that I have encountered and worked with in my past. Okay. But one side explain, like
2: Valerie or Jean, what is it that you don't like about Chris, and Shelly validate what a real Chris is like?
1: Okay, so here is my main beef with Chris and how he showed up in the book. Remember the analogy I've given you guys before? It's like, you've got a nice filet mignon, and but you're serving it to me on a garbage pail lid. <laughs> so um, the, my problem with Chris was we got no indication in book one that he was as pivotal and as close a friend to Diana versus just a colleague or somebody maybe she was close to at work, but we had no clue how deep their relationship went as purported in Book of Life. So when you present me this great ass character who is going to defend Diana to the death and all of a sudden he's interfering in her marriage, he is offering to punch her husband for no good goddamn reason other than what the fuck is this guy doing here? And I didn't know you were married, so I'm going to punch him out. What? That's what that's how I felt. That's like, no, no, dude, I need to, I
2: don't know you like that. So don't go punching after my vampire. So we had, we had no Chris in season one. Yes, we had no, Correct. no, none. So would you feel better than if they introduced him in season three saying he is a great friend of the family or a great friend of Diana
0: and they just introduced that when they go to his lab in Connecticut? Mm. So I was thinking through this morning, I would spin it differently actually, if it were me in this case. Me too. I mean I Me I think that Chris and Diana maybe maybe they onboarded together at the same time. You know, so they were purely work colleagues. But if we think of we think of James dying in season 1, there there are instances occurring in the television show With Creatures that a forensic scientist or a scientist in general might get involved in. So I see him stumbling into creatures on his own.
1: That'd be an interesting Mm -hmm. spin, and I would accept that fine. Yes, I like that. Even though it's probably too late, they already got it figured out. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I'm sure sure it is. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, to your point, Val, nothing in the first book indicated that someone was going to show up and be friendly enough with Sarah to give her a hug and a kiss on the cheek because he's met her before. Like, we didn't have any of those clues no, right. in the first book. Right. Yeah,
1: We just knew they took side bets on who each other were dating or, or whatever, you know, and that's something you do with work college. You can just, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh. So it's almost, but I, what I'm asking too, is it's almost his introduction in the first book, Ruined It For You, in three, instead of him just being introduced in three. Yes.
3: But for me though, even if he, it was, he was just introduced in three as a close friend of the family, I still have a problem with the way he acts.
2: Okay. Which is what I want to hear from Shelley. Like you can say yeah. what irritated you and then <laughs> you can validate yeah. Shelley. And, and it's really probably
3: are. true, it is because so many doctors I know aren't, don't necessarily pick up on social cues and whatnot. And, and that was my big problem problem with Chris as a character is because, yes, he's got the scientist aspect, but they also made him this D1 athlete, which presumably he would have ended up getting a little bit more social polish because he's dealing with different types of groups rather than just being insular with his his science friends. right? And, And the fact, I just was turned off by the whole nicknaming thing because it seemed dismissive. But that's a personal thing with me. That's my problem with the character, and I can understand why you would do a scientist that has some like I said social awkwardness but his went beyond awkwardness to the point of like I said butting in work any adult would realize you really don't belong
0: yeah and that's the part that actually is accurate with the scientist I know it's the the giving the bestowing of a nickname is an act of dominance and control you have walked into my lab you are my graduate student you now belong to me and this is what you do and this is what I will call you and that's how I mean especially scientists who are early career and they're looking for tenure yeah you know, I mean there's a, there's a lot of those dynamics in play. And then sometimes after they get tenure, maybe after they get a full professorship, they'll kind of scale back a little bit because they realize, well, you know, I can't be fired now. I've got grants rolling in. I don't need to, yeah. to expend myself. But that's the part that was actually really accurate. Yeah. Wow. The dick swinging? Yes. The dick swinging was absolutely accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wanted
1: to suggest high IQ, low EQ, that type of thing. Yeah. Words. Yes. Like, yeah, so he's, you a, know. he's a perfectly crafted character. It just doesn't mean we all have to love him. That's true. It's true. So I hope they do the secondary characters justice and not just dismiss them well, like Mart was kind of dismissed. I'm afraid they're going to roll what's left of Mart's
3: role into Francoise. I'm okay with that. I, we, we may not get Mart at all, and Holly Aird may end up taking over all of the Mart stuff as part of her F- Francoise appearance.
1: You know what? For the TV show, and I do have to remind everybody, we have to separate them as two different entities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... So I'm fine with that. If they have a better, more in-depth view of Francoise, then I'm fine with that.
2: Yeah. But there was a I'd glimmer okay. of what you wanted, Val, in season one with when they were leaving set tour and yeah. Mark gave, uh, Isabeau that knowing look. I'm like, oh, she yeah. knows so much. We know she knows so much, but they did, then they just cut away. Yeah. Right.
1: Okay. So there's that. And what else? There was one thing that I, oh, Jillian, are we going to get something on Jillian? <laughs> did she die? Is that bitch dead? You and your
2: cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I need closure. <laughs>
3: (laughs) Well, we're not gonna get it in season two because Louise was never on the casting call, so maybe maybe we'll find out in season three or maybe she's just, you know, gonna make the phone call like Suzanne Summers. (laughs) (laughs) Suzanne Summers on the phone, season two of Three's Company.
1: I mean, is that just going to dangle like the goddess story of TV? Oh, what? No. You're right. I do have closure issues. The owl. Hello. Oh, God. She does <laughs> the, she owl owl the goddess. Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah.
2: She doesn't necessarily have to show up in season two or three. They could at least give Val closure with a conversation. Yeah. Right. Oh, look, there's her death notice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
3: she reading did that. Okay. And yeah. It's about reading the paper and you see her death notice. There you go.
1: Yeah. Just, I mean, just something simple. Be yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. and Peter going, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Bygones. Yeah, oh, bygons. dear. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. So let's go on to the next question. What we'd like to see in season three as far as scenes pick me pick interactions me, pick me. go ahead Gene. ransom oh, yeah the
3: whole interaction with ransom but i'm afraid we won't get it why are you afraid we won't get it cuz i can i can foresee them just really cutting out the whole new orleans thing and blaming on covid and budget and
0: Mm. Do you think they'll even try for the whole scion? See, that's a, that's a pivotal part of the story. Yeah, I don't
2: but know how you leave that out. I thought they mentioned somewhere about recreating New Orleans and set. I hadn't seen that yet. Maybe I'm hoping that's true.
3: But yeah, I would really I think that's just pivotal for him, too, that he carries all the grief and carries the name of every person he ever killed. That is, of course, they're going to allude to the fact he's the family assassin. And if they just decide to cut that, there's no reason for all the rest of it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. (laughs) Magic. Magic. Just blame it all on magic. As far as scenes you you think you need to see, are there any more?
3: I think we need to see more of the congregation. Okay. And the other scene I'd really love to see is probably walking into the Mayfair house the first time when Diana's like, this is mine? huh? this is my house? Okay. (laughs) Oh, and and, uh, Isabel, well, it doesn't work the same, but I would have loved to see the Isabel and Diana walking through the tea room at the Wolseley, but
1: we won't get that.
0: that. (laughs) Yeah,
1: maybe not. Shelley, how about you? Scenes you need to see, you feel you need to see.
0: Um, I think the scene that I would really want to see is uh, also probably one that has been cut out. And that is the scene of Jack. And his episode where he's drawing all over the walls. Oh yes, God. that would be good. That'd be yeah. but if you think about it right now, they haven't opened any kind of door to blood rage. Yeah,
1: that's true. Not really. So it, it hasn't yeah. Yeah. Hasn't really been mentioned yet.
3: Oh,
0: Not and really. speaking
1: of blood rage, I'd
3: like to see some more like out of off books scenes with Benjamin and um, Yes.
2: hmm
1: That would be cool.
2: Angela. Well, it's apparent you'll have to put a spoiler alert at the beginning of this episode because um, <laughs> I know this isn't going to be cut out, but I'm looking forward to the reunion, not the, so much the reunion of Jack and Diana, but father. And I don't think it's going to go down exactly like this, but in the books, I so loved father Hubbard's dressing down of Diana and Matthew, how they just took off and how Jack looked for them for years afterwards. And that really changed my mind on him as uh-huh. a character for father Hubbard. And I hope that they show a little bit how he stepped up to the plate. Yeah. hmm important.
3: Oh, and, and another thing is the round tower. Yes. Where Marcus finds out just how much Matthew was keeping from him and Benjamin, oh. you know, Benjamin's existence is revealed. I really, oh,
1: yeah. I really yeah. want that scene to go well. You know what I need to see? What do you need to see? I need to see Isabeau being held as your bear's oh
2: yes. see <laughs> Oh my gosh that'd be great oh, and that
3: makes me sad we probably won't get any nathaniel since daniel Ezra is busy with all american
1: really you don't think so no i don't think so because they're shooting in la well do you know what though in the book he d- didn't present very much he was uh-huh. just pretty much explained that nathaniel was working off-site and given Jean Luc. All the uh, information.
0: It would still be uh, nice to see him again. Yeah,
1: that would be true. That's true. Well,
0: they'll put him in one of those fancy basement computer labs with all the glowy lights and fanciness, and he can do it
1: all from there. <laughs> he doesn't have to be a part of it to do that.
3: <laughs> That's true. It is the Suzanne Summers phone call, right?
1: As long as you have, you know, the three screens up, that just shows he's techie. Mm-hmm. He's being techie. He's got all the techie things. <laughs> Look, he's got many screens. He must know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one scene uh, I hope to see. I really fear they're going to really egg on the scene in the airplane with um, oh. Gallaglass Glass and Diana. Oh, God. God, please, God don't. Please, please, no. please don't. Please don't. But, okay, if they Ooh. do, I'll take it. It was in the books. It's being true to the books. But, yeah, oh. but Trevor,
3: I, I'm more interested in Lizzie Duncan and Trevor Eade going toe-to-toe. <laughs> oh, to toe.
0: Sniping at each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be
3: awesome! And I'm that sad. Is we
1: won't- absolutely one of my favorite chapters. oh well, it's a split chapter. I
3: hope we get a. Ghost Philippe, too. Yeah. Uh, I hope
1: so, too. I don't know. So they were talking about splitting this. And I know we were talking about this off mic, but they were talking about splitting this into two seasons. So Teresa Palmer had said, was it on Instagram or, or yeah. something? She had it. And that was like, whoa, wait, no one told us this. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, tell me more. But, but ages ago, there was. Right after they re- renewed for seasons two, for, for
3: books, went on with books two and three, there were talks about doing two seasons for Shadow of Night and two seasons for Book of Life at one point. And then, then it turned into, well, we're just going to get extra episodes two extra episodes for Shadow of Night and we were grateful for that and then uh, then she dropped that thing about oh yeah well we were thinking about doing two seasons for Book of Life and but because of COVID but, but I think they would probably dropped that idea of season three and four prior to that mm, that would be hmm.
1: I don't know it's too vague right now right. and it's, it's, it's hard to speculate with COVID floating around I mean look in our own lives we can't well, make plans yeah, right now because we don't know what's going on. Also that interview that Jane Tranter gave just before they started
3: all up saying, yeah, they've already got a backup plan that if they have to shut it down fast, that they were going to try and wrap up the story in six episodes. Oh, my gosh. Because
2: that that (laughs) was (laughs) their no wish
3: list. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was their their emergency backup plan. If they had to totally
1: shut down, Oh, that would be horrible. That's a big. no.
2: But I think they got they've
3: gotten so far. They've crossed the Rubicon as far as being able to wrap it up in six episodes so okay
2: I never enjoyed that about British TV shows when they would have like three one and a half hour episodes
1: yeah (laughs) oh no
2: it's
1: like I can't stop it now (laughs) it's like Uh, this is like three years later they'll bring back another episode or another season it's like I forgot everything that happened in the first three I don't know what's going on it's like what's the point here Yeah, that's it. Okay, so this is kind of in the same vein, Mm -hmm. but uh, scenes that cannot be cut out. Ah. Cannot. So I'm going to start with you, Shelley. What do you see is so important that it can't be cut out?
0: All of the creatures in the lab with Chris. I think it's very important to make it clear that creatures are everywhere and they're integrated into the lab. And we get to see, in particular, I mean, more demons at play in the lab.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because they are there. Mm-hmm. Right. And Richard, the vampire. Yes. That knows they're there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like richard yeah Yeah. richard the vampire the one that yeah the one that baldwin knew about and they were like oh yeah nobody he doesn't he says he's cool (laughs) you know all right angela what scene cannot i mean this is before we were talking about scenes that we'd like to see kind of important to us but scenes you feel that are so pivotal that if you cut it out it'd be a farce
2: it's not so much scenes, it's the different locations and it kind of goes back to what Gene said. I want them to be in Mayfair. I want them to go to New Orleans. I want them to go to New Haven. Um I think those are all important. I don't and I don't care that mm-hmm. they're created, you know, on a card of set. I just want them to be included. I think it's pivotal to go to each location and find out what they find out and and for them to split up and go in different directions. Yes. Yeah.
3: Um so, Jean. Ah, letting loose Cora in the, the Bodleian to find the book. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole caper at the Bodleian, get the book of life. It, it just needs to be fabulous. And and the other pivotal scene has got to be them all on the boat h- heading to the congregation with Diana. And it, it, cause, because it also mirrors back to the whole scene when they go to visit Father Hubbard and they all have their big cloaks on.
1: Yeah. I need yeah. the cloak porn. <laughs> <laughs> So that would be season two, but season three, but, you need the boats to continue, right? But
3: but season three also they also put on the De Clermont family cloaks and and when they head head across the oh right you're right on the in the boats because it's
2: raining and cold and horrible in December and I hope the quality of the special effects. I mean, I was perfectly satisfied with the special effects in season one. I know parts of the fandom were not liking it. Um, mm-hmm. it, like what it was, in particular? Like what they didn't like or what I liked
1: what they didn't like cuz you have your finger in the pulse of the fandom more oh, than more so like when, than most
2: mm-hmm. when Satu was flying with her i mean i guess that was kind of uh when she was flying with diana to the oubliette Right. That could have been better, I guess. Um, I, I guess it was a little, you know, Batman scaling the building. <laughs> Batman from the '60s scaling the building. Yes, right, right. <laughs> but I, but I loved the revelation of the the congregation building when they were in, you know, on the water. That was cool to me. And even at the end, uh-huh. when Satu blew the doors off and they they came, they came up in their little disguising bubble in the car, I thought that was cool. And from the yeah. trailer, it looked uh, Diana doing some magic looked really interesting so i hope Mm -hmm. that it's that or better in season three
1: can we all agree Cora needs to be there she just can't be this disembodied creature that just blows fire yes Mm -hmm. Yes. yeah
2: and i way a long time ago i said i would be satisfied if she was like the demons in his dark materials because i thought that those were very Mm -hmm. well done Mm -hmm. but then recently another special effects company was reported that they were asked to do a very special character. So I don't, it's must be a different company. So maybe it's something even more different than the demons in his dark materials. I don't know. I'm not that creative. So I, that's all I have to go on is like what already exists. Um, mm-hmm. So right. I guess it's TBD. Right.
1: I'm assuming that's Cora because she's probably the biggest special effect there is yeah. in the story. Yeah. yeah. In the story. Well,
0: other than Diana's disappearing and migrating tattoos. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> Well, I
1: mean, I felt like they
0: did a really good job of that
1: in season one, where there's when she put her hand on the book and the words would disappear on her hands. Yeah. So I think they got that covered. Maybe. I don't Hopefully. know. Maybe they need some remedial help. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. None of the special effects bothered me that much. Yeah, the flying scene was kind of Superman with Christopher Reeves. When yeah. Just kind of floating around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If we can go way back then, but other than that, I, I mean, I can overlook that. It's like, okay, they're flying. It's fine. Just kick my imagination to use. And yeah, just like with the clothing and everything that we can forgive in season one. Okay. You've got more seasons. Let's do better, guys. I, you would hope. So that's it. Um, let me see what scene, um, I think the congregation scene with Diana mm-hmm. and where she puts the book on the table and tells them all to shut the fuck up because I know what's going on and you guys don't don't, you know, mm-hmm. I I hope they don't curtail that they need to, you know, she needs to be able to show up and prove her point. And I hope they show, I don't know. It was Sedonia who was the real asshole in the book. Right. Yeah. So is that yeah. <laughs> Sigismund? Is she Sigismen? the asshole? <laughs> so you mean ethical way- which dude yeah, yeah. Witch dude. does he turn not does he turn not ethical in season three see that's what kind of like he was very background yeah, but, but don't, in the first don't forget season. that peter gets kicked off oh yeah yeah but that's, th- that's
3: supposed to be janet so the next question becomes is does ethical witch dude get kicked out as well oh wait hang on so you've got Satu on a congregation, you've got Ethical Witch Duda on the congregation, and you've got Peter Knox. For Janet Gowdy.
1: Janet Gowdy. Janet Gowdy re- replaces Peter, Peter Knox.
3: Right. Yeah. Um, because... Set, Setu Satu wasn't on the congregation in the
0: book. Right. So if they're going to kick Peter off, they'll probably kick her off, too, because yeah. she attacked
1: Diana. Satu was in the congregation in the book. She, yeah, she, she was is. was that last yes. vote. Yeah, the last vote. Yeah. She right. was that last vote. She, they had to intimidate her into okay, casting the vote.
3: Yeah. Okay so Sigismund Sigismund is now what Sidonia was.
1: Okay. Yeah. So does he turn and be an asshole? <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's my question. It's like uh I don't know. Be- with all the replacements, because he wasn't, he, he was just kind of a neutral witch side-eyeing Peter when he was doing all those dastardly things, you know? This like, is true. Mm, I don't, I don't know you. Yeah. So do we see a different side of
3: him? Maybe he just finally gets a chance to speak and decides he's going to let his asshole flag
0: fly. <laughs> <laughs> let your asshole flag fly. <laughs> I was going to say maybe he gets up in arms when Diana shows up to take a vampire seat. Like, you know, maybe that's maybe we find out that he's actually more into the strictures of the congregation than we thought. And that's too much fraternization for him. And then he's an asshole. And that's the line that
1: that got crossed that turns him into instant asshole. Mm hmm. I like it.
3: <laughs> well, I hope they continue on with Domenico having more personality than he did in, in the Book of Life because he just sort of like fell apart as a mm-hmm. character in, in the book.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, if they expose it, wasn't he the one with the dirty secrets in Book in Book of Life dating demons? No, yeah. that was... No, that no, was, Jabir was, Jabir. was da- It was Jabir. Oh, Jabir. Yes.
1: That's- yeah. Domenico was uh, actually dating a demon on d-
3: the congregation uh, uh, yes. that changed gender and turned into Timor. <laughs> Yeah. That would be interesting. <laughs> there, put that at the top of my wish list. Domenico I and Timor. Say,
2: somehow. <laughs> somehow I
3: I'm need to prove. for
1: that. <laughs> Some male-male action for Jean is always good. <laughs> you know, I'm always going to ask it's for good that. good for Val, too. <laughs> Bye, guys, Julian. <laughs> Greg. <laughs> No bygones for me. I'm not sorry. Uh, sorry,
2: I'm not sorry. A girl can dream. I know. So there, that would that would f- check the box for you. The, him not being so humdrum.
1: Yes. Humdrum. That would spice. That would
3: spice him up a bit. Yes. <laughs> spice up that whole season three more than a little bit.
1: Ooh. I know. I'm going fan myself real quick. <laughs> Any other scenes? Anybody? Uh, Can you guys think of something? The damn blasted tree. The blasted tree. Okay. Tell me why that's significant.
3: Because it ties back into the whole Mary Sidney thing and the alchemy. And it brings one of the alchemy themes full circle. And plus, I think it'd be a cool special effect. And show how, she's, how they're rooted in the, the bishop house and stuff.
0: Oh, my God. Maybe that's the special character. The bishop house.
1: Mm. Hmm, that'd be interesting.
3: True. Did he have the ampoula in uh, season one? No, but he was in that one still when they were offset at that coffee shop. He seemed to be wearing it in season two.
2: Yeah. And there was that one uh, in the trailer. It wasn't the trailer. It got cut out, but he was taking a shirt on or off and he had the ampoula. He was putting it on or off as well. That would that never showed up in the in the show show. or the trailer, but it's out there.
1: Right. Okay. In the book, that's how that tree came to be. The ampoula with the Diana's blood and Matthew's blood. So we didn't get that. So how would you propose just pure out of pure fantasy? How would you propose the tree showed up? The tree shows up with them returning okay. because when she time walks back, she follows the route. Right. So maybe in season two, like, you know, when she does her cast her first spell mm-hmm. as a weaver and that tree shows up. The Rowan tree. Yeah. The Rowan tree shows up at the house when she
3: casts cast her first four spell. Yeah, that I think that would be a cool thing.
1: Because remember Goody also saying the roots are in another place, the tree is in this place. I forgot how it was actually yeah. put, but which made me think the two trees were related. Which would also you know?
3: tie into the whole Shia's power theme that seems to be yes. series two.
1: Okay, I'm glad we got that figured out. (laughs)
3: Take take notes, people.
0: We call it
1: Yeah. Bad Wolf, we figured out your issue. Just take notes. Take notes. You know, we'll rework that. Any other scenes, you guys? Well, it's hard because Book of Life is the one I'm least familiar with,
3: as our chapter discussions are showing. (laughs)
1: Yeah. i know we're only on like uh oh god chapter 11 i think chapter 11 yeah we we just finished chapter 11 last time so uh be patient with us audience you know we're, we'll get there <laughs> we don't know it like shadow of night and uh a discovery which is it's going to take a little more study but
2: yeah it's fun mm, it is
1: fun all right any other points we need to make before we close this out guys
2: my last and final wish list is, uh, goes back to the promotion of the demons, but not of the demons, but just more promotion in general of a yeah. discovery of witches. The show. Yes. Yes, the show. Yeah. I mean, they had that fantastic campaign um for season 1 print campaign for season 1 and i just i don't know even their social media i would love to have more clips and advertisement i, I guess I, I the only thing i'm comparing it to is his dark materials because it's almost like a sister production but that is mm-hmm. on a way another level higher mm-hmm. than a Discovery Witch is as far as promotion
3: oh yeah mm-hmm. i'd really like to see a lot more promotion of season series 2 because it's coming up real fast here folks and whew, there hasn't been a whole yeah. whole bunch said No, besides the trailer. Other than the trailer and that that mistaken behind-the-scenes video that got released and unreleased. (laughs) And promptly removed. (laughs) Which was actually pretty fabulous, and it showed a lot of prog from the sounds
1: of it. Right. Well, maybe I don't know. They're editing right now, right? They're doing their final edit. So maybe it got cut. It's like, oh, cut that out. Take that out. I don't don't know. I don't know what the reasoning would be. But I know some (laughs) intern is in trouble. Yeah, still
0: (laughs) to this day.
1: (laughs) Shelley, anything else?
0: I hope that they convey the lab scenes realistically and it's not this like super sterile environment. I mean, granted, it's Harvard. There's a big endowment. It still needs to be a little grimy, a little dated, a little, you know, worn around the edges and Mm -hmm. boxes stacked everywhere because that's just what labs look like. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um,
1: What did you think about the lab scene in season one, the lab scenes? I mean, we know um, Matthew has the money and it's kind of his private lab and he spent the money to, you know, make it elaborate. Um, What did you think of the the labs there?
0: Um, So I remember everyone. Being like, oh my god, he's drinking wine in the lab. Nobody does that. And I had to laugh because I can't tell you the number of times that I was nearly caught by OSHA with a coffee cup on the lab bench. I mean, you know, it's like people have these perceptions <laughs> of labs are these very sterile, pristine places and they're, they're mm-hmm. really not. I actually didn't have any problem with the lab. I thought it was very cool looking. Um. You know, but it was yeah, there's a lot of sitting around at a a work bench, not a not a laboratory workbench, but like a computer workbench, and yeah he's he's gonna have the nice mm-hmm. gadgets and the nice toys that I didn't have any issue with, right,
3: well, Leonard also really tracked the book too, in that his lab was kind of unusual and right
0: he's he's privately fancy. funded with his money, yeah,
1: yeah, so what did you think? of the terminology they used as far as all the science that, you know, I can't get into. It just sounds sciency to me, but you as a scientist, you know what they're talking about. Were they accurate? Because I know I can't watch a military movie or any aviation movie with saying, that's not right. (laughs) Shut up. And then my my husband will turn around and say, Valerie, it's just a movie. You know, did you have any moments like that when you were watching it? It's just a TV show.
0: It, it, I did down. not, but I think I probably got most of that out of my system in the heyday of like CSI and those kinds of things because I would completely be screaming at the TV then. Um, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> right. No, I mean I don't. I don't remember anything. Think, hearing them say anything and thinking that's absolutely wrong. And I, I'll do credit to, to Deb on that. I think she probably would have put down her foot if they had tried to be completely inaccurate.
1: I mean, besides the AB negative mistake yeah. again. Well, that,
0: that's the. That's <laughs> classic mistake, though. I don't mean, have to laugh about that. I don't, I think I have shared. I may not have. But my very first paper almost went to publication with a typo in the title. There were three graduate students and four PhDs wrote that paper. I mean, it's just you, like the final reviewer is like, uh, you guys spelled this protein wrong. And we're like, damn, that's kind of the whole focus of the paper. You know? No! <laughs> Was it just in the title or all the way through? Just in the title. Oh, ouch. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would stop a lot of people in their tracks right then and be
0: like, I don't need right, to read exactly. any further. Yeah. This is good. I can't even <laughs> spell this word right. Um, but yeah, i Right. Sort of... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the A B negative things not ever bothered me all that much because I'm like, yeah, okay, somebody made a typo. No, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: either that or they read the original the the version of the book they got had the original yeah. mistake in it. So yeah. they're
0: like, yeah, let's go with this. So
3: yeah.
2: we didn't mm-hmm. realize
3: it was a mistake. Anything else? Oh, um, Love Revenants. I hope we get that house too. Okay. Yeah. Instead of them what just do you think moving the into is? This, instead of them just moving mm-hmm. into Septure. So, what do you think the likelihood is? <sighs> Uh, a lot of it depends because James North isn't doing series three. Right. Hmm. So, and neither is Sarah Andrews, which makes me sad. Both of those make me very sad, especially James. Okay.
1: I know how I felt about the book of life and I felt it was very rushed compared to the other two books because maybe, you know, maybe it was editors saying, hey, let's clean this up a little bit. Yeah. So it's more of a mainstream read. But I like the other books like that, all kind of flushed out. So, I mean, how much is the TV show going to rush this? and compress oh it more. Oof. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm a little worried about that. OK, mind you, audience, I don't care what they give me. I'm going to lap it up and mm-hmm. be fine and say, thank you. I'm going to enjoy this. And it is what it it is. But as far as me breaking it down and analyzing what I didn't didn't like it's just it's just me talking dude i mean yeah. don't don't get upset we're not downplaying the series or anything i do believe they're going to put their all into it and give us the best they can possibly give us with the time frame and covid and everything like that so yeah. do you guys have any things to add on to that
0: i would concur and agree i mean we're sort of like tiny tim you know more please mm-hmm. sir like they what they give us yeah. is so good of course we want more <laughs>
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> well, That's I true. mean, it's a, it's a separate creature too. I, I think it, it is going to be what it is. It's going to be more driven and focused on Diana's growth. And it's going to, I, I think they're also because they're smart and they want to get as big of an audience as possible is it's, it's going to be more romance driven. It's like romance yeah. with magic. So.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully everybody is pleasantly surprised with what they get. I, I mean, think we will be.
3: So I think we'll love it. Yeah.
1: I mean, and that's As just going to get nicer clothes and, <laughs> and maybe <laughs> Shelly will get better science and... Jean will get all the scenes, <laughs> Jean and Jean <laughs> boy, boy kiss, <laughs> and Valerie will jump on that wagon with
2: her, crash <laughs> into the ditch. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, well, you know when Congress is trying to pass a bill and they. Uh, people add on unrelated stuff yeah. <laughs> onto it. I'm also attaching to our writer that, I mean, our writer that uh, coronavirus is resolved and Tom times convert gets signed. The optioned. That's right. Mm-hmm. Cause we have plans. <laughs> <laughs> we have ideas. Exactly.
1: We have ideas
2: and it's important to
1: us, you know, cause it's <sighs> all about us. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding Before someone takes that too seriously, (sighs) it's never about us. (laughs) All right, ladies, get your last thoughts together and audience, stick with us. After this, we'll do last thoughts and things we can't let go of. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. You can contact us. Send us your thoughts. Email us at demonsdiscuss at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail at 360-519-7836. By the way, your carrier rates apply here. Or leave one for free on SpeakPipe. Speakpipe SpeakPipe.com slant demonsdiscuss. Now, if you can't remember any of that, go to go.demonsdiscuss.com slant contact and all that information will be there. You can also become a discusser there, fill out the form and bam, you're a discusser and the link to join our Facebook group is there too. Visit our main site demonsdomain.com and if you really feel like deep diving, go to visit.demonsdomain.com slant master post and you can read interviews, geek out with weekly geeks about All Souls Universe. Read about the characters. Keep that geek flag flying, guys. Do you like what we do? Help us fund what we do. Go to patreon.com slash Make sure you follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All at Demons Discuss. If you're liking what you're hearing and you want to tell the world about it, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We love them. We read them. It's wonderful. Also, it keeps Angela alive, and we need her around, okay? Keep Angela alive.
0: My last thought is there better not be any damn 3D rotating flying model of DNA. I'm just... <laughs>
2: one, you is that? one you hope there is dna too it better not yes, be in that form factor, rotating model. That form
0: factor. correct <laughs> is that it is that your only last thought yes <laughs> you know because i was just like how we i was thinking you know how do they try and make science sexy and i'm like 3d rotating dna molecules that's not how we read it we literally just read a bunch of a t c's and g's like <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not how that, that works. That would be the one I was
0: screaming at the TV. That's not how that works. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it I just could, reminds it reminds yes. me of hackers. That movie with A- Angelina Jolie and yes. uh, John Johnny Miller. Oh yeah. Oh my god. When they're showing up all these visions of people like getting into the web and they're showing these flying codes. Yeah. I'm like, that's now
2: how any of this works. <laughs> I can tell you, and I'm not even embarrassed, that when Shelly gave her talk, I think it was, I don't know if it was Philadelphia, but when she talked about genetics and she said, it does not work by one parent giving a capital A and the other parent giving a lowercase a, and that's your color of your eyes. I'm like, not that's not how it works? I want scream that out from the audience. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that's everything I, thought- I ever learned about Genetics. I know. Uh,
1: we did the Xs and Os honestly. I was like it's
2: a big
0: tic-tac-toe board. So yeah, I was I was editing a textbook. Uh well, it was it was going to be an open educational textbook one time and they put an image of cats in for genetics. I was like no, take that out. And they're like, "What?" And I was like, "Cats genetics are so much more complicated than what this paragraph is talking about. Do not. You cannot put a picture of cats in. Like I will my head will explode if this goes out with a picture of cats in." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did they take the cats they, out? They did. Please tell yeah. me this is okay. <laughs> but like the cats are cute. I'm like, yeah, the cats are cute. Here, here's puppies. You can do the puppies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Here's your alternative. Mm-hmm.
2: Angela, my last thought is a timestamp of sorts. Today is November 21st, and we are 49 days from season two premiering on January 9th here in the good old United States. Oh, shit, we better get to work then, huh? Yeah, 49 <laughs> Days makes it real. <laughs> as, well, but as well, in Illinois, we are a an unofficial stay-at-home, and the governor already chided us that if we don't heed the unofficial stay-at-home, then we're going to go into timeout in a real stay-at-home order. <laughs>
1: oh, so, boy. Yikes. Yeah. So this is your verbal warning, and then, you know, in the next one... Yeah, you're going to get we'll written see- up.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You wouldn't want to get written up. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh jean last thoughts
3: my last thought is i'm hoping that they use the same actresses that they cast for the london coven and series two for series three
1: the same actresses as
3: far as like they did with like they did with with, uh Susanna, yeah right oh yeah make them all descend
1: and said be fun so put them in modern clothing and yes yeah. yeah i think that'd be great that would be cool i like it
3: anything else uh, I can't wait for to see season two.
1: Yeah, we have to do that <laughs> soon. Forty nine days soon. from now. <laughs> oh my god! And we have a lot of work ahead of us. I know so. we do. Yeah. I don't even want to think about it. We're just going to pass that over. We're all going to end up on stay-at-home orders anyway, so maybe we'll have the time to do it. I know. And our governor did the same thing, pretty much. Just like, okay, stay-at-home or else. We don't know what the or else is, but I guess we're going to find out as stupidly people no, have Our governor acting. is like, well,
3: I'm not going to be issuing any kind of order at all because I'm a dumbass. Well... <laughs>
1: <laughs> what can you say?
0: It's Texas. Um, he is a dumbass. Well, there's there's We're things not far happening. we behind you. In the dumbass yeah. category. Meemaw? Yeah. Meemaw at least extended mm. our mask mandate, but no one's enforcing
1: it. Oh, lovely. I'll just hold up and become like a fully diagnosed agoraphobic, the way things are going. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about me. It's Okay. <laughs> Um, Okay, so this is more housekeeping, if anything. Since this is our second to last episode of 2020, probably have some giveaways going on by now, um, by the time you hear this. So just keep a lookout. Keep a lookout on our social media, all of our social media platforms. As far as Demons Discuss, we are on Instagram, we are on Facebook, and we are on Twitter. Demons Domain, we're everywhere, except for TikTok. We're not on TikTok, and I don't think we have plans to do that. unless Angela wants to put on a dance for us no
2: <laughs> you don't want to Ooh. do the dreams challenge <laughs> No, unless harlow reads the series we're not going to be on tiktok
1: <laughs> no we're not on tiktok we're not on snapchat either we're on was it instagram facebook pinterest twitter youtube youtube all the things mm-hmm. except for snapchat and tiktok yeah or parlor
2: no (laughs) No. that that came out we're not on parlor no every time i see that i think of peter parlor the guy who screwed up the the (laughs) (laughs) in in prog
1: okay so uh, that's all i have for us and yay anything else anybody no thanks for joining us again always a pleasure yay so giddy so giddy i know All right, let's say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Demon kiss. And we'll talk to you next time.